when we heard some older boys yelling at us. I couldn't understand what they were saying. Jew scum! Jew scum! Jew scum! This time I heard what they said. Mo and I started walking faster. We both kept our heads down. I heard the boys run across the street to walk behind us. Mo and I were frightened. We didn't know what to do. Then one of the older boys hit Mo from behind, and he almost fell down. Another one grabbed his yarmulke and put it on his own head. Oh no, I'll get Jew bugs in my hair, he yelled, and pulled the cap off and stomped on it. Mo and I stood still as they circled around us. They started to shove both of us from one side to the other. One of the boys stepped into the center of the circle and put his finger in the center of my chest. What's your name? Shia, I said. I could hear my voice quivering. Shia, you're a Jew scum, he said. He looked at me with such hatred. I didn't understand. He knew me from the neighborhood, and I knew him. How could he hate me? Why are you saying that? I asked. They started kicking at my shins, and then one of them punched Mo in the stomach. I bent down to help Mo, and one of the boys punched me in the jaw. I swung my arms wildly, trying to hit them back. I heard my nose crack when the next punch hit my face. I saw blood on my shirt. Mo and I didn't have a chance. We both took off running in different directions. This was the day my world changed, from that of a carefree childhood to a battle that would follow me throughout life. Part 1 Into the Fire, 1941-1945 through 1945. Chapter 1 June 24, 1941 Kaunas, Lithuania I was standing at the bottom of the stairway, jumping rope, when my father came rushing into the house about eight o'clock in the morning. He had run several blocks and was gasping for breath. His wire-rimmed glasses were fogged, and his black slicked-back hair fell across his forehead. Sweat was running down his face. He looked frantically at my mother. She quickly closed and locked the door behind him. Grandmother Rockel stopped playing the piano. We were all frightened. The Germans... The tanks, the troops, they're here in Kaunas, he gasped excitedly. I was coming out of synagogue after prayers and walking across the street for a copy of Der Amos, The Truth, a Yiddish-Russian newspaper, and I heard loud noises and shouting in the street. Leon, catch your breath, Mother said, rocking my little brother Mula in her arms. You're very pale. He sat down on the cushioned chair in the living room. We all gathered around him. My grandmother held on to my hand. I looked down the street and I saw them, rows and rows. So many I don't know. The tanks rolled over whatever was in their way. My father gasped, taking a deep breath as he collected himself. Some people were crushed. Mother looked over at me and nodded toward my bedroom. Shia, go and clean your room. She tried not to show it, but her eyes were filled with fear. Grandmother took Mula from her to put him to bed in my parents' room. I didn't want to leave. I wanted to know what was going on. I walked down the hallway and stopped before reaching my room. I sat down on one of the three-legged stools in the nook of the hallway. They couldn't see me from there. 
I sat and listened to the rest of my father's story. I could hear him pacing back and forth as he spoke. His voice sounded even more frantic as he continued. I heard Abraham and Tilly, my uncle and aunt, come down the stairs. We had all moved into my grandmother's house about two months ago. There had been reports of Jews being murdered by Lithuanian partisans who called themselves freedom fighters. They didn't like the Russians who had invaded Lithuania last year. I didn't understand why Jews were being killed, but my uncle Willie, who knew almost everything as far as I was concerned, said it was for political reasons. Hitler wanted all Jews dead. He said the partisans killed the Jews because they wanted to get Hitler's attention. I didn't understand, but I remembered a few months ago when I was beaten up for being a Jew. Tilly, Abraham, the Germans, they are here. When I went to synagogue, there were only a few people. Now I understand why. Rabbi said he heard on the radio they had entered the city at three o'clock this morning. He fears the Germans more than the partisans. We may all die now. We should have listened to Willie. He wanted us to leave. My mother gasped as father spoke about death in such certain terms. The Germans are not animals. They are intellects. How can this be? What have we done? Mother asked. I couldn't sit alone anymore. I ran into the living room and sat on the sofa near my mother. No one told me to leave this time. They believe that we cause the ills of the world. It's insanity, Father said, as he looked fearfully into the distance. We should have listened to Willie when he told us we needed to leave. My father repeated this over and over again that day. Uncle Willie came to our house several months ago and told my parents that he was trying to find a country where we could get a visa and escape Lithuania. He was afraid then that Hitler would take over Lithuania, but my parents didn't believe him. Today they regretted that decision. He's been to every embassy. There was no place for us to go, my grandmother said. How could we just uproot our life? We have lived here our entire lives. I don't believe that this is as serious as you or the rabbi believe. What can we do, Leon? Mother asked in exasperation. There must be an answer. We need to stay calm. The world is watching what Hitler is doing, Abraham said. With a blind eye, my father said sarcastically, Why do they hate us because we're Jews? Aren't we just like everybody else? I asked. No one had an answer. Uncle Willie came to see us later that afternoon. Hi, Uncle Willie, I said when he walked in. How's my young nephew? he said. He tousled my hair as he smiled down at me. My mother took his jacket. I looked at the hunting knife in the leather sheath that Uncle Willie always wore. The knife was held with a strap that hung below his belt and tied securely to his thigh. It had a pearl handle with a serrated blade. When he walked, it sometimes looked like he had a splint on his leg. He untied the knife from his leg and sat down. I watched as the knife swung like a pendulum below the chair. Willie took a sip of tea that my mother had placed in front of him. They murdered many Jews last night in Viljampoli, outside of Kaunas, Willie said sadly. The rabbis are having a meeting with the German authorities. 
Maybe they will come to some agreement and save us. His voice trailed off. How many have been murdered? my mother asked. Too many. Willie looked in my direction and stopped short of giving a number. The Soviets are not fighting back? my mother asked and looked at me. I got up and left the room, but I could still hear them talking. They have been defeated, Willie said. They have retreated. This is why hundreds of Jews were massacred last night. All through Lithuania there were killings. Just stay in the house and don't go outside. All we can do is sit and wait, my father said. And pray, my mother added. Several days later, a group of Lithuanians walked down our street. My father peeked out the window and saw that they were stopping at several houses close to us. We all jumped in fear when we heard banging at our door. It was so loud, it shook the glass in the inset of the front door. Uncle Abraham answered the knock. We could hear a short conversation, and he came back carrying a notice of rules that Jews had to follow. I was told to go to my room. At dinner that evening, I was sipping hot chicken soup and dipping my bread into the creamy broth. It was the first real meal we had eaten in two days. Food supplies were scant. I let the crumbs drop into the soup and pushed the crumbs back and forth in my bowl with the spoon, imagining they were boats. My parents were talking to each other in Russian. I knew it was something bad. They always spoke Russian rather than Lithuanian to each other when they didn't want me to hear or understand. Shia, don't play with your food, please, my mother said irritably. She was very nervous tonight. I stopped.